Overworked, burned out, stressed, or just not satisfied with your current situation? As healthcare professionals, our number one job is to help the health and well-being of others, but how's our health and well-being? How about this? Time freedom, financial freedom, a virtual clinic? On each episode of Healthcare Mavericks, we'll talk about what it means to practice on your own terms. If you want time and financial freedom, know how to create a virtual clinic, remove the blocks that are holding you back, you're in the right place. We are only one good idea from massive success. Let us help you find that one good idea. Hello, Healthcare Mavericks. This is Dr. Clifton Brady, and welcome to today's episode. The title is Setting Goals, Doomed to Fail, God Big Dreams. This is a big one for me, and just so you know, all of these episodes build on each other. If I were to do everything that it took for me to get my time freedom, my financial freedom, to uh, free myself from an office, and I did it all in one episode, it would take hours and hours and hours, and that that's because I'd be telling my stories. I'd be telling you what happened and how it happened and who came first and second, third into my life. And I want you to know that what I did is not what you need to do specifically. It's your freedom formula. It's, it's, it's what you need to do to break yourself free. And what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is give you some ideas, some tips, some tricks so that you can go use some of them if they feel inspired to use them and throw away the rest of the information. I mean, who am I to tell you exactly how to do it? There's no coach in the world that could tell you exactly what to do. In fact, one of my favorite quotes is, he who has more obedience than I masters me. So if someone is better at chiropractic care or better at medicine than you are, then you're going to be attracted to them. You're going to fall into their, their orbit. You'll, be, you'll gravitate towards them because they have more mastery than we do. That, that's, that's what we need to become is, sounds kind of funny. We need to become more dense, not in the ditzy way, but dense and thick and rich in the, the, our signature move, the thing that we are really, really good at. Now, if you don't know what that is, then we need to identify it. We need to identify the things that are holding us back. And then we need to, uh, start gravity, you know, re find those things that, that will enrich and bless your life and help you become better at your signature move. I think about Michael Jackson all the time. He had the moonwalk and he was really good at it. And people would come from miles around and maybe fly in from other countries to see the moonwalk. In fact, I think in Las Vegas, they're still having him on stage with, uh, with the technologies that we have today, be able to see the moonwalk. So what is your moonwalk? Um, once you find out what that is and you keep playing that song or saying those words or doing it the way you do it, people will come and enjoy that with you. Okay, so that's that's the purpose is helping you find that one really good idea to help you have massive success and then you'll have everything you want. Um, I'm going to start out today with a book called The Circle Maker and you can find it on, on I got it on Audible. You might even just do the short version. I, I don't remember how many minutes it is, but it's just a really quick short version. And it talks about, it's a Jewish, uh, I'm going to call it tradition, but apparently this is actually documented that this happened where uh, this rabbi was really concerned, as everybody was, about not having enough rain. And so he literally 
drew a circle in the ground and put himself inside that circle and basically by his action said, I will not leave this circle until it rains and 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 everyone is blessed because of the rains that will come of it. And so he prayed and it rained. And I can't remember which kind of rain came first, so bear with me if I say it wrong. But I, I if I remember right, it was a very harsh rain. It was very hard rain and it would destroy everything. That's how much rain it was. He goes, no, 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 not that kind of rain. The rain that blesses the earth and enriches the soil and things like that. And he prayed that way. And then it was super soft and it wasn't enough. That wouldn't have been enough for their crops. And so he says, no, not that rain. And so he continued to rain, to pray until finally it rained the way it needed to rain and and everyone was blessed. And, and the, the cities and the country was saved because there was rain. Now, whether you believe that story or not doesn't really matter, but that's the kind of faith that we need to have, some some God big dream or goal, so that when it happens, we can't take credit for it. We can't take credit for the person that came into our life at the right time, at the right moment, at the right situation to be able to bail us out from a big problem, help us move in the right direction, and create the the life that we want to live. That's the kind of dream we're looking for. Not a dream that you can go barely get a loan for it and buy your dream property because you barely got the loan. That's not the kind of dream what we're looking for. We're looking for the perfect situation. Just like the rain, we're looking for the perfect rain that blesses your life and enriches your life. That's the kind of dream we're looking for. So I th- thought about myself uh, throughout my life, what kind of situations that I had. And, and this is a small, simple one, but it, it means a lot to me. And it was a pivotal moment in my life that I realized when I make a decision, and even if it seems impossible, it can happen. So I served a mission for my church that took two years. And when I left, I was really good at math. When I came back, it was pretty dusty. <laughs> I had to dust off the, the mental neurons to be able to create that uh, that mathematical genius that I felt like I was before I left on my on my church mission, and I got to you know I, I put all my 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 schedule together with all my classes and I couldn't fit in this this calc- math business calculus class I think is what it was, and so I had to do it at nighttime. So I you know I full schedule during the day, but this was going to be two nights a week, or even one night a week I don't remember, but it was it wasn't that often. And, uh, and so I showed up the first night and the guy says, okay, first of all, this is one of the most difficult classes there is. I don't even know why we have it at nighttime and, and we have it the way we're doing it, but that's what the school did. So, so he had a kind of a bad attitude about it. And he said, okay, so it's already really difficult. Most of you are going to fail. Just if, even if you took it during the daytime, most of you are going to fail. And so we're like, okay, I'm feeling pretty confident about this. Not really. And then he says, and there's some people in this room that, uh, I don't know, haven't been around for two years and because he knows our culture and he knows the kind of people are in that room. He goes, if you are that person, because of it, because of just us just meeting once or twice a week, whatever it was, and because you haven't been here for two years, you probably shouldn't be here. And the third thing is, is you're going to get half the amount of instruction because we're only meeting a certain amount of time. So the time is shortened. You're not going to get much of me. You haven't been around for a long time. You probably should drop this class and find another time. Well, I 
I, I just, in that moment right there, I decided I will be the, I, I'm going to get the highest grade. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to try to squeak this through, trying to pass it. I will get the highest grade. And so I went to work. And I don't remember if I spent extra time on it or not. I just knew that was my decision. That's what I'm going to do. I ended up getting acing almost every test. I got extra credit when extra credit was available because he was trying to help some people pass it. (laughs) And so I got all of those extra points and I just nailed it. I was number one in the class and it was fantastic. I never studied on Sunday. That was another thing I decided. I'm never going to study on Sunday I'm only going to um, work during the week, and uh, and it happened. Another one was I just I decided a long time ago I won't don't want to owe anybody, and when I got into school I didn't owe anybody until I started getting loans and more loans and more loans to you know because I had kids and I couldn't work and and all those kind of things and I started owing people, and uh, that felt like a god big goal because I have my house. And then I have another house called a student loan from from all of the the schooling I got from for my school, and uh, and that came to pass. I was able to. Uh, I actually ended up building one of my homes, and through the economic change that's happened over the several years, our house doubled in price, and we were able to sell it and pay off everything. And what's interesting is I knew what the price was going to be on the home before the pandemic, uh, before the, the COVID stuff happened. I have a hard time calling it pandemic, and I won't talk about that here today. But before all of that happened and the prices of the houses changed, I knew what the price was going to be. I even talked to one of my best friends about this price, and he says, oh, there's no way you're going to get that price. I go, I need you to believe. I need you to believe in this God big thing because I, I felt it, I knew it, and that was what's going to happen. And, and I, wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to make it happen. I just knew it was going to happen. And then as things progressed throughout the rest of that 2020 year, um, what's funny is after we sold it for what I told him we were going to sell it for, we, it was sold in one day, basically. He says, oh, we should have waited and you could have got another $50,000, $60,000 more. And, and now he's really excited about the, the economy changing when I knew in advance that that was going to happen. So I didn't want to owe anybody. Um, I didn't want to be in an office anymore. I found out really quickly being in an office, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy uh, being an employer. I didn't enjoy the, the financial burdens. I didn't enjoy insurance for sure. I didn't do insurance ever. Um, but I, I was around enough people to understand the headaches that that would cause. I didn't enjoy, um, you know, I, I, I didn't even enjoy charging for my consultations. So I, I literally don't even charge for my consultations. Now, if you have questions about this kind of stuff, let's talk. I'd be happy to share everything I've got with you. There's nothing I'm trying to hold back. Uh, I, I want you to know what I did. You don't need to do what I do. If you want to do panels and you want to take blood and you want to do all that functional medicine stuff, that's awesome. I've, I've got really good friends that enjoy that. I just don't enjoy doing that, so I don't do it. I made these decisions that seem, again, God big. And, and I'm not saying that uh, any of my colleagues or friends that I went to school with are doing anything less than their best. I, I have friends that are really happy with their clinics. I just don't enjoy doing that. And so I decided not to do it. And that's, you know, at the fire comes in my office, I lose a brother, and I've, I've talked about that before. But um, those things, um, 
were were based on a decision, God big decisions that created the 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 um, the richness of of building my future, my current life, and and the future life that I'm I'm I have even bigger God big goals. In fact, one of them I wanted to help over six hundred thousand people, and that's why I'm on this podcast. That's why I'm on LinkedIn. That's why I'm sharing what I what I have with other healthcare professionals because I know that they too want to help more people. And uh, together, I believe we can help a lot more people in this world. There's way too many Luke Brady's out there. There's way too many others that are giving up on their marriages, giving up on their relationships, giving up on, um, you know, maybe they should go back to school or they want to create a business and stuff like that. And they're giving up on it because they don't feel worthy of it, or they just feel overwhelmed. They feel stressed. They have the depressions, anxieties, and and all the things that they don't have to have if we have a chance to work with them. So again, we don't want to have goals that are big enough to that we could reach for. So there's the A, B, and C goals. If you know anything about Bob Proctor, he talks about the C goal, the C as in the letter C. Um, in Utah, we think about C goals because of the crickets that get eaten. And now if you don't know our history, that doesn't really matter. But a C goal, C type goal is one that is so big you you don't even know how it could possibly happen. A B type goal is something that you you know you could do if you talk to enough people, like create a business. Yeah, it might feel big, but there's steps that you can do to go about creating that business. If you want to lose five pounds, well, there's that would be an A type goal. You've done it before. You can do it again, kind of thing. You want the big, big God, big goals. So that way you don't have to take any credit. And also you don't have to take blame for it. <laughs> That's a Parker saying, if I remember right, from Parker College of Chiropractic. You want to, you don't take any credit and accept no blame. You want to be just a part of the process and not the only part of the process. And that's what I want to be for you. Just a, a person that can help you hold yourself accountable, maybe introduce you to some products that can help you achieve your goals and your dreams and, and uh, make magic happen. So what I do on a daily basis to stretch my C-type mindset, my big God, big goals and dreams, is I write down, um, I've done this consistently for many, many months, and, and now that I'm talking to you right now, I need to get back on being more consistent. But it really helped me as I was just writing down five things on a daily basis that I'm grateful for, and then five things that if today I was living my ultimate life, the life that is that I'm I'm going towards, what would be different about today? And write that down. So let's say you wanted a virtual clinic and you're living, I, I keep picking on Argentina. I'm not sure why, because the economy is horrible down there. I have a really good friend, one of my best friends is from Argentina. But if you want to be in Argentina, you want to be, I'll just pick another country, France or Italy or something like that. What would today look like? What would be different about today if you were in Italy working with your clients here in the, in the United States or, or all over the country if you're able to figure out how to do that? I don't know how to do that yet, but I'm working on that as well. What would today look like? What would be different about today? Well, I would have a fresh croissant. I would be able to eat, uh, oh, I was thinking, I can't remember the name of the sandwich. I don't know, my friend's going to be upset at me. I can't remember. Let, let's just go, let's say you're in Hawaii and you're having a fresh musubi in uh, Hawaii. You know, what would be different about today? Did you wake up to the sun and you went, ran on the beach or you got to read your book or you got to work out with, uh, you know, 
some some person that you've been following on YouTube and you went to that country and was able to do a workout with it. Well, what is different about today? At first, it's going to be, for, at least for me, it was a little bit hard. Then it got easy and then it got hard again because I, it's a muscle that needs to be stretched and improved upon. And if you're able to stretch it consistently enough, then then you're going to be able to receive it because you're ready to receive it. Um, just like muscle building. If you stretch your muscle, stretch your muscle, build it, stress it, stress it, stress it, finally it's able to handle more, and then now you have a big, bigger and better capacity. So what, what does that life look like for you? Another saying that I think about as this God big gold stuff is go big or go home. I love that. Go big or, I mean, are you going to go for it or not? Are you going to do this or not? Are you going to keep playing in the middle or are you going to actually get accountable and be 100% responsible? Um, you know, are you going to find someone that can hold your feet to the fire kind of thing? Uh, that's, that's how you're going to be able to accomplish it, but you've got to live in that world. You know, the, 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 the title of today is setting goals that are doomed to fail unless you have a God big goal. Well, what does that mean? And it, if, you, if the goal is big enough that it, there's no way it can happen without his help or without outside uh, intervention, then, um, then you're probably setting the goal too small. But if you set it big enough where, where it, it, you know, it's going to require something incredible then it's not only going to be worth doing, but you're going to be excited about it and scared uh, as at, the, at the same time. So that's another book by the same guy. I'm, I'm trying to think of his name now that I'm talking about him. But look up Chase the Lion, and that's where that second quote, that, that setting your goals uh, big enough that they're doomed to fail. Um, Chase the Lion. I'll remember his name, hopefully, uh, by the end of the show. Um, and then now let's think about this. So uh, there's another book that I'm reading, The the One Thing by, oh, what's his name? Keller. That's right. I don't remember his first name, but Keller. And in The One Thing, it, it kind of blew my mind. He says, you need to go small to go big. I'm going, wait a minute. I just talked about God big goals. I just talked about go big or go home. I, I think about shooting for the stars or you know shoot for the moon so you, at least you'll hit the hit the mountain or something like that on the way. But what that means to me is genius. The smaller you you uh, act on your one thing on a daily basis, the faster you get to your big goals. So what does that look like? So I have a goal to help 600,000 people become who they really are. That's my big, hairy, audacious goal. That's what I would, that's what I want to see. That's what I'm going to see. That's where I'm headed. Well, to be able to get that big thing, I need to go really, really small. What is the one thing I can do in the next five years to make that happen where all other things are unnecessary? And that's, that's the part of the quote in the book. So I find out what that one thing is in the next five years. If I can do that one thing in the next five years, again, I don't even know how to do that. I have zero clue how to do that. Well, I just chunk it down a little bit. What's the one thing in the next two years that can help me get to that five-year idea that I can do in the next two years that makes all other things unnecessary? And then I pick that. And then I go back down to one year and then months, you know, next six months. And then what's, what's, what's this month? And then what's this week? And then what's this day? And then what's right now? And as I've been doing that, 
everything has opened up to me. It, it's interesting as I think big, what I don't know how to get there, I get all the way to small, then I can go back to big again and then it opens up my ideas, my mind and my heart. I have more inspiration. I have things that I want to write down and, and put into action right now. And if I act on those one things on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, then actually what happens is that five-year thing becomes even bigger and it changes. So when you look out into the into the mountains from wherever you're sitting, if you have mountains here in Utah, we have plenty of them. The first mountain you see has lots of detail, but the one behind it looks a little bit more gray and less detail. And the one behind that has less detail and, and more gray and more dark until finally you can't see any detail. And that's what a five-year goal looks like. It's way out there. You have no idea how to get there. But if you shoot for that, then you're going to find something even better. So um, today's topic, setting goals that are doomed to fail unless you have a God big dream or goal. Um, I hope that you will find that one big thing that you're looking for. Or And, and try not to have, by the way, try not to have too many of them. Try to find one thing that gets you scared and excited all at the same time and just focus on that and let everything else just happen. And don't worry about the details. The how is none of our business and uh, you'll get there much quicker. So anyways, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Hopefully there was something in here that inspired you and helped you start moving in the right direction. Again, as always, if you feel inspired to talk with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can go to cliftonbrady.com. Clifton spelled with two F's, and you can um, reach out to me. We can talk. We can go through a breakout session, breakthrough session, and help you start finding that one good idea. We really are only one good idea away from massive success, and let me help you find that. Thank you so much, and bye for now.